my cousins. You know what I mean? And it's ungodly hot outside. You give them a unit? Yeah, oh, I'm about to buy oh, oh, um, oh. a portable unit tomorrow. Yeah. So, yeah, that put a little dent in it and shit. And I'm going to Miami next week. Like, it's all good though. It's coming. It's speaking, coming. speaking of being hot. Why all BBW just holler at me? Like, I, I know I'm big, but that don't mean I necessarily want to be with your big ass. <laughs> do, do you like BBWs? I mean, I do, but you got to be shapely. Mm. If, <laughs> if, you, if you build like Mrs. Potato Head, I'm straight. Hey, and on that note, my nigga is working on losing his shit. You see what I'm saying? So if you're not on the fucking pathway towards getting healthy and, you know what I mean, just being fit, at least living an active lifestyle, then it's never going to work. I do feel like society... Um, Normalizes obesity, especially American culture, because mm-hmm. you go to other countries. There, well, depending on where you're at, but the majority of the world's not overweight. Yeah, but America is, and um, I'm all about body positivity. Like you ain't gotta be perfect, but if you're unhealthy, then that's a problem. Exactly, and if you're okay with being unhealthy, then that's a problem too. Yeah, and and that includes skinny people that are unhealthy because you know there's skinny niggas that don't go to the doctor. Yeah, hey, damn, mind your business. I ain't got no insurance, <laughs> niggas. Goddamn. <laughs> Hey, bro, I was talking to Shorty's mom one day, and she was like, uh, yeah, so you got insurance, right? And I was like, mm, adjacent. <laughs> listen, bro, listen, every time I want to speed on the freeway or I want to do something reckless, I'm like, if I get fucked up, I can't go to the doctor. Yeah. So, so let me chill. Bruh, 1,000. My defensive driving is on spidey senses. I'm like, oh, it, it, don't hit me. I'd be nervous in the gym or whatever. It's like, bro, let me make sure I'm not like pushing right. myself too much because like- Nigga, drop a weight. You gonna- <laughs> You gotta walk it off. <laughs> I need some ice and some rubber tussin. Listen, man, just uh, prop my foot up and put the rubber tussin on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. This is on um, To The Drummer's Beat, the official ETC podcast. Officially, this is your boy, your nigga, Ekis. I don't like I'm that I'm here one. with my people. New host, I guess. Huh? <laughs> I don't know who that is either. Yeah, I don't know why I say your nigga like that. Like, I'm not y'all's nigga. Um, but I'm here with my niggas, though. To my left... I got Tijan. Shout out to Nicole. I said it wrong? You said it wrong. How, that's, I've said it this... Oh, whatever, man. How do you say it? It's Tijan. Is that not what I just said? No. no. What did I say? You put a little extra spice on it. But I have an Tijan. accent. Tijan. You said it, you said I feel it like Asian. what accent you got? <laughs> Bro, I've been telling y'all this shit for the last... How long have you been on this podcast? Since 2015? Yes. Yeah, for the last four years, I've been telling y'all I have an accent. And I roll my eyes every time. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though, dog. I got like, accent, speech impediment, oral fixation. I got all, all of that. You see? You see? Like, you like, feel me? And um, uh, apologies to John. Sure. Uh, bruh, whatever. You got it. Um, and to my right, I got my other nigga. Burn. To, to burn. To burn. <laughs> Put some rubber tusks in John. <laughs> um, and then we got a very special guest in the podcast today. This is your first time being here, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Worry. Shout out to Deuce, who just last night tore down the motherfucking native tongue stage. Oh, no, nah, man. That shit was amazing. It was a mm-hmm. dope-ass experience. I'm trying to figure out, am I talking loud enough? All right, bet. Yeah, nah, but that shit was a crazy experience, man. It's been on my wish list for a little minute, and uh, to be able to accomplish that, man, was just like, this shit was crazy. But so. I don't know about you, Burn. I don't know about you, Nicole. Like, whenever somebody tells me that, like, something that, like, I created is on they wish list. You see what I'm saying? Like that's a that's a really great feeling. Like that's a really fulfilling feeling. You know what I'm saying? That you would say that. I'm glad that you know what I mean you appreciate it and everything. But I appreciate you appreciating it like that. You know what I mean? Because that means that we built something that's like meaningful. You know? Thanks. So like when people get on the podcast, you be like, yeah, I've been trying to get up here. It's like, damn, for real. Like I mean, that's dope. You know what I mean? But. It's just yeah, no, nah, man. Same thing with the podcast, man. Like it, it's crazy that they're happening in the exact same week. Like I said, just this whole year period has been kind of like a, a a wish list fulfillment. I feel like one of those make a wish kids, like not in a bad way. <laughs> like, what do you want to do, Deuce? Well, I, I want to rap at Comfest, and then I I would love to do you know Native Tongues, and then maybe in like everything that I wanted to do. <laughs> uh, the fact that you guys moved to the Big Room Bar, and that was the place that I wanted to perform. So it was like, oh, oh wow. Shit. Like, you know, make wish kids are dying, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what. Yeah. Hey, his life is a completed checklist. You know, like, hey, technically we all okay? dying. <laughs> we all I, dying. I, I think so. Last time I checked, I'm going to the doctor next week. I'm 25. You know, 26 is the cutoff. For oh yeah, you better shit. hurry up so, and get that shit in. Oh nigga, I'm going to the doctor probably next six weeks. Just hey, my homegirl just, just got LASIK levels. eye surgery, and it's only like four thousand dollars out of pocket, no insurance. Only. 
Yeah. Only four thousand. Oh, it's worth it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But to not have to worry about fucking I can open up my eyes in the morning and just see. Also, um it used to be ten thousand and niggas used to wake up with their cornea on the side of their face and have to go to the doctor. That was like fifteen years ago. Wait, after getting LASIK? Yeah. Now it's cheaper and safer, is what I'm trying to say. God damn. Maybe I don't want to get LASIK no more. <laughs> nah, man, that's a, Modern, modern <laughs> medicine, that's the truth, man. Like, nah, yeah, I um, I used to work for VSP, and you know, uh, they division insurance. Mm. And so people used to call and like, what do I do? I'm like, don't call me. <laughs> go to the hospital. <laughs> I can't do nothing but tell you what your premium is. <laughs> but nah, hey, talking about like wish lists and everything like that, I do want to tell this story about my very first interaction with Deuce on, uh, <laughs> you remember? On uh, social media? Yeah, man. So last fall, we put out the, uh, you guys remember the um, Dreamcatchers and Greg Owens. The Columbus uh, Takeover. Yeah, the Columbus Takeover Cypher. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. And, um, Who put that out? Uh, Dreamcatchers and uh, Greg Owens, and they distributed it through Flypaper. Okay. Yeah, so um, <laughs> we put it out. You know, niggas is loving it. It's crazy, like, because there's a lot of dope MCs and everything up there. And there wasn't really that much backlash and stuff from it. Like, there was no hate. It was just all love. Everybody was like, yo, this is dope. Like, I love seeing a whole bunch of niggas come together. Some of the verses wasn't as good as other ones, but some of the ones was, like, super fucking fire. And then Deuce, nigga, no room to fail, was like, yeah, this shit is cool and everything, but where's the Southside rappers at? And I'm like, nigga, like, you see what I'm saying? And then um, I was trying to explain to him, he was going back and forth or whatever, and... Uh, I was like, bro, I'm from the South Side. Nigga, you ain't from the South Side. I don't never see you out I here. Ain't, shit. I ain't, all right, I ain't, all right. He put tenant on that, but what really what happened was, and it was it was just really a misunderstanding. We were able mm-hmm. to have a conversation past that. Uh, but my thing was, I assumed that they had purposely like went around and picked artists. And so when I'm looking at the artists, there are definitely Columbus artists from different places. But I realized there was nobody from the South Side, and there was a couple artists that weren't from Columbus. You feel me? So I was like, it's one thing if like. You gonna motherfucking put something together for Columbus, you know, and you got everybody involved. But then I realized it was the Columbus takeover. Yeah, they, they coming to snatch some shit and invade some shit. So I said, "Oh, that makes sense." And plus, it was a closed session, so really, what happened was they just happened to all be in one place at one time. So it's kind of like being mad about not hitting the blunt. But it's like, nigga, you wasn't even in the crib. Like yeah. we all got high together. That's nigga. a good way to put it. Yeah, facts. You feel me? It's like, nigga, you ain't saving me no motherfucking weed. Yeah, why well, like, ain't nobody invited? You wasn't even here. <laughs> you wasn't here. I was, call you, I was gonna call you every time I got have weed. Have you ever even been to this house? Because I had never recorded with Dreamcatcher. <laughs> right. It's like, nigga, you ever been to my house? It's like, nah, my nigga, I haven't. But you know, it's I really, see niggas smoking. Though. I see What's niggas up? smoking though. Like part of the reason why like Deuce is here, like uh, right now, is because like uh, was it? It was like a couple months later. Whatever that you hit me up, right? Yeah, no, nah, man. I think we probably we pat, I, we had chopped it up and said that we were going. Yeah, to, we said we was we going to like we were going to, and but I just really like respected yeah. like your moves after all that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because you came in and said, "Brad, I just want to talk to you or whatever." And like when you did, like we sat down and you had already talked to some other people about the takeover and everything. But it was the things that you were telling me that you were about just in life, like about how. You had transformed from being a rapper that wanted to just get clout and build your own profile and like get doper and everything like that, and instead wanted to be a leader in your community and really help to transform the South Side and uplift it, and how that was like your full like life's purpose and everything. Now I was like, yo, I really fuck with that because it's like a, a leader and not just a fucking, you know what I mean, like celebrity, if you will. Just growth, man, and and sitting down and having conversations with people like. Uh, Trip Fontaine, who's an amazing person who, you know, does a lot of things. Shout out to Trip Fontaine, also part of Native Tongues. Um, but sitting down having conversations with him, uh, having conversations with people like Caroline Bennett, who's also amazing. Having, and just having conversations with people that I'm close to. Uh, it is kind of put in the scope. You know, it was a lot of affirmations where it was I was already feeling a certain type of way and starting to do certain things. But then it was like, oh, hold up. Like, oh, this is how they just put a name to it. And, you know, things about leadership and growth and just as a person, like you said, man, growing as a person, both uh, spiritually, um, I was growing a little bit physically. I had to cut that back a little bit, you feel me, and try to lose some man. weight. Man. <laughs> yeah, because the nigga was getting big. They was like, you eating good, my nigga? I said, yeah, a little bit. Man. I right, let me tell you about eating good. <laughs> Please do. I'm about to go get my food real quick. Ever since, uh, what was it, um, fall 2016, I ran a half marathon. I felt like that was the pinnacle of life and fitness. So I left there. I think I told the story before. I left there and went right to Roosters and ordered a... You didn't tell them no 
I lost still don't hear it before, but anyway, whatever. Um, so I went to uh, Roosters and ordered like a twenty piece of wings and a pizza and a potato skins and beer, because and, <laughs> I was like, man, I've been training. I trained for like eight months for that half marathon, um, and I've been gaining weight ever since. So um, I feel like, and this is like a random ass story, but it's off of what you said. Like when you're more successful, I feel like we care about our physical less. You know, what I mean, we have the money and the um, and the resources to eat food and, and do whatever. So, you know, when you're starving, you're hungry, you're, like, you're very selective in what you eat, and you're probably more active because you're trying to get to the money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but once you're successful, then it's like, oh, I'm just laid back. You know, I ain't got to be in shape or nothing because, you know, I'm popping out here. So I think that has a lot to do with why it was easier to lose weight the first time because I was, I was in L.A., I wasn't doing shit. But now that I'm here, it's like I'm super busy, so I don't be having time to – well, I, I make time, but I wasn't having time to uh, go to the gym and shit like that, so – no, I was still broke, man. I'm still <laughs> broke out here walking and shit. It just so happened I was in a relationship, you know. And that'll and do it too. Loving and eating and eating and loving and, and eating while you loving and all that shit. You feel me? So it's just like just being comfortable and you feel me spending all my money on food. Right of, after yeah. the half marathon, I I started dating somebody too. So. so women will make a nigga fat. That that's just facts. Flat Wait, you out. think that dating makes you gain weight? Yeah. I think so. Why? A little bit. Relationship weight is, is, is a thing because, well, mainly because when you're in a relationship, um, a lot of social activities revolve, revolve around food. Mm-hmm. And so, and because you're not really looking to, um, as far as um, being healthy healthy in shape because you're already with somebody. You ain't really out there trying to put your best foot forward. And, and in most cases, but relationship, I mean, it's just about being comfortable and being around somebody that makes you comfortable. So, relationship weight. One of the things that I say, like, I was thinking about this yesterday. Is that like every time that I've leveled up in life, it's been because of a woman in one way or another. Either like I'm trying to get somebody or like they I'm with them. And then the way that they're talking, it's like, damn, I should be trying to do something better or whatever. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not in a relationship right now. So, you know, what I mean, I'm getting fit. You know, what I mean, probably yeah. is the most fit that I've been since I pledged. Uh, maybe that has something to do with it. But like I kind of like People keep on asking me, like, oh, what's your goal? Or, like, if I, like, share, like, oh, I lost some pounds or whatever. Like, I lost 10 pounds in the last three and a half weeks. Congrats. I want to say. And um, they're like, oh, so what's your goal? And it's like, nigga, I don't have a goal weight. I don't want to I don't want to get to, like, a certain section or whatever. I just want to change my habits, change my lifestyle or whatever. I want to eat breakfast every morning. I want to work out every day. Like, after... Like I, maybe I have like a a body goal or whatever, and it's like after I get that, then maybe I'll you know modify like my routine and everything, and maybe it won't be like all strength training or whatever. It'll be like more just like maintenance training and stuff. You know what I mean? But what's I want to sit again. What's a body goal? Like, like if I just look like the reason why I changed my. Well, why I say I wanted to get like in shape and stuff? Cause I looked in the mirror. I was like, "Bro, you really about to let yourself get fat?" And I was like, "Nah, I'm not." So when I look in the mirror, it's like, you know what? I'm cool with this or whatever. Then it's like, all right, now it's not trying to get to a certain like look or whatever. It's instead, how can I just maintain it? You see what I mean? No, I mean I agree, man. First thing about women and leveling up, like the reason I'm the deuce I am today is because I probably for the first time dated a woman who was on par with the things that I should be doing and the things, you know, and that was actually the reason why we broke up is because we were both at a point where we were pushing for something in our lives as individuals that we really needed to focus on. And then I definitely agree with you on the working out. It's, for me, it's more about discipline. I don't try. I used discipline, to, I'm yeah. a former athlete, so I don't try to do any of the shit I used to do. Like, I used to be able to, like, bench and squat 400 pounds. And it's like, bro, there's no point in that in life right now. I'm a yeah. rapper. I'm not doing that. But, like, in terms of things that, you know, working up a sweat and just feeling better. I remember uh, maybe, like, four months ago, I was trying to climb into my own window. And that shit, my body was hurting afterwards. I'm, I'm trying saying, to push my motherfucking yeah. body up. And now, bro, I hop through that motherfucker. I be feeling so motherfucking. Yeah, bro. Like when I'm fucking good, I do it sometimes just for the fuck of it. Like, nigga, I'm gonna crawl through my window see if I still got it. That's oh, kind of. Uh, I'm not gonna lie, but hey, whatever is your. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, because it's all upper body, man. I just you know push myself up. I said, oh, but I've been yeah. losing weight and working out. So like, I, I don't want to run out of breath, like on a walk, for example. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm fucking, I want to have stamina. You see what I'm saying? I want to be able to go and play basketball or whatever and, like, have, like, high endurance and shit. You see what I mean? So, like, I don't have a body weight goal, per se. It's more so just want to 
be healthier. And then also with that, it's like it allows me to enjoy things. Like, I'm eating Donato's right now because, like, it's not my goal to cut out all red meat or cut out all cheese or anything like that. It's more so it's like my goal to significantly reduce it. You see what I mean? And significantly change, like, how I eat and what I'm going out to do. You know what I mean? Like, I make. Is that Donato's for the podcast? Because it, it, yeah. it, it looks tantalizing. I'm not going to lie. Oh, you said, is it for the yeah, podcast? Just like a piece if you. If oh, you yeah, you can have a slice, bro. Thank you. Well, my bad. I just touched it. I touched it earlier. It's cool. Anyway, it doesn't so. matter, bro. It's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Nicole, you be out of breath when you be fucking? Um, I'm not as flexible as I would like to be. So. <laughs> Yoga. But I ain't been flexible working on that either. Do. Yoga. What's flexible got to do with running out of breath? Oh, you said running out of breath? Yeah. Oh, no. What do you think I said? Yeah, what I thought you just said, like, do you... Are like, you I only heard the first half. Are you fucking and you responded? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to bend more... I thought you only heard... I only heard the first half. Okay. I have a question. When you riding dick, I mean, <laughs> do you do it on your knees or are you on your feet? And don't try... I mean, the truth. Because I'm looking at you. so the, the I'm on my knees. Oh! It's, it's the lazy way. No. It's the lazy way. On your feet? Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, you're you supposed to be on your feet. down on it? No. Nah. listen. What? I might have paid rent that month. I don't know. <laughs> I'm you're, trying to think. I was spoiled when I was young. Oh, you know what? Yeah. It's well, a difference. It's a difference. You're so supposed to be on your time, feet. I was in a chair, and so she was on her feet, obviously. You know what I mean? But yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's the same as what you're It's not out. the same, but it's beneficial. Yeah. You feel but me? I realize if Shorty's not going to be on... Oh, yeah. Edge, edge of the bed Whew. fucking? Yeah. I, <laughs> no, no. On the off. chair. Chair, too. Yeah, but like... It, it, man, listen. That, yeah. Anything that's like a 90-degree hey, surface yeah, that you, you right. can just sit on the edge of, but yeah. <laughs> you know, Shorty's be on their knees and it'd be like... It'd be kind of hurting me a little bit, like... No offense, but I look at you. I'm like, she definitely probably rides dick on her feet because she can. Like some people are big, and that's hard. No, so that, that, I, I know a chick the same size as Nicole that is lazy as fuck and would never be on her feet. A lot of females are lazy during sex. A lot of men are lazy during sex. People are lazy. Period. Is sex. it like riding on? I mean, like if you're on your feet, is that like harder or something? You just, I'm just imagining you sitting there squatting down on your feet, uh, hopping a little bit for mm, thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. I don't know how kind of fuck I you mean, be somebody doing. would ride for say, 30 minutes, so like, If you on her feet, I ain't going to make it 30 minutes. <laughs> you got to start thinking about A1 basketball mixtapes. That's what I be doing. <laughs> hey, have y'all seen that coconut shit on yeah. Twitter? I don't get it. Well, no, I did get it. I was cool with it. And then Tripp said something. He was supposed to explain it to me yesterday in Native Tongues. That, have you seen it? The coconut shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was supposed to explain it to me, and I didn't. I still don't get it. Like, because he was like, uh, if you writing it horizontally, then that shit's going to hurt. But if you writing it vertically... Then it's not gonna that I don't get. And I'm like, bro, the letter gets spelled the same way. Like, you know what we talking about? No, I, and the thing is, vegetables, Twitter, and have you heard? When I see that shit, I go the other way because no, cucumbers see. was last. <laughs> These things, <laughs> 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 vegetables are fruit. Twitter, okay, fruit okay, heard, okay. It's like, yo, no. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm like, what's a vegetable? <laughs> nah. I mean, grapefruit. Nah, and Twitter, cucumber niggas. Ass nah. Somebody said, yeah. spell coconut. When you're writing dick, thank me later. And everything. Like, with your hips. So, like, the motion and everything. And I'm going to come clean. Like, that was a, a tip that I had heard, I don't know, back when I first started eating pussy, yep. is to spell the something. With, yeah, the alphabet or a name or like whatever. Josh was like, ah. Though. Like, it's, it's really like, there's just a button. She, look at Nicole. She was like, spell something. The only thing that matters is the button at yeah, the no, time. No, on the button I'm talking but about. But it's like, you, you got to have a... This doesn't make sense. You gotta have an inconsistent pattern now, yeah. so it can't always yeah. you can't always just press the button. You can't bang like on the button, rhythm. but you can't just be like. There's, there's definitely a rhythm, but like I don't know, like because my dad told me that, but I was trying to lick the whole vagina with the uh, letter, and nah, it was yeah. like See, you was fucking up, bro. Just, was, just on the button. I did so much dumb shit. I used to fuck with my shoulders. That was so. <laughs> you a shimmying? <laughs> Wait, listen. What? <laughs> because <laughs> when you're <laughs> all right, so just a quick brief history of Deuce. This shit's crazy. So when I grew up. I didn't get introduced to like internet porn until much later in life. So the porn I had seen was like HBO. So of course, all, you're not even really seeing their lower half. You're just seeing top. So all, all I'm you seeing, see is titty. Yeah, I'm just seeing titty and like some shoulders. Like I realized it's like you've never seen a penis during which I'm like I haven't. I guess it didn't bother me because I was real looking porn, for yeah. yeah like. So, like, when I first started having sex, bro, like, I was like, as long as my upper body's moving really fast, I assume I'm probably... So, literally... So, so you just fucking, like... <laughs> looking like... <laughs> you feel me? And it wasn't until, was like... That shit's hilarious. Like, you can Damn. do it, put your back into it. I'm like, why would you have to put your back into it? It makes no sense. It's Listen. all... It's all... 
Next time I have sex, I'm gonna go ahead and do the homeless shoulder lean in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like, so that now, silly, so now I know, like, yeah. So it took me a little minute, and it was like, oh, you bring your hips with that, and that's what gets the so sexy. I, was I saw some people backlashing against the whole coconut shit, and I was like, I don't know, I'm kind of with it. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't had sex since I like, seen it or whatever, so I can't tell somebody, yo, go do it or whatever. But I don't know. So, uh, Nicole, do you not agree with the alphabet thing? Some of those girls look dumb as fuck. I'm um, talking about eating pussy. What are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, she ain't listening to us at all, dog. She I'm, just... <laughs> I'm listening. Like, okay, what's the question? Men were told at a young age, if you spell the alphabet with your tongue on the clitoris, then that's how you eat pussy. Is that accurate? I've heard that you guys have heard that. I've never heard that myself as something that would please myself. But Do you think it would? The, like, I mean... Just imagining it? Not me, but it? No. I don't no. th- like ABC. Like that's not consistent it's enough. Like, it's too many different directions. It's. it's oh, when you find, well, you find when you start with ABC, and then when you find these letters, then you know what I'm saying it may be like yeah. B A G, and you just it's spelling bag like, in that motherfucker. Like when you fucking and like you're going at a rhythm, and it's like everything's cool, but then you like throwing like a wrench or whatever, and it's like oh shit, and then you go back to it. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. it's something just to keep it. Keep it spicy. I usually start with like French kissing. I just French kiss the pussy, and then yeah. from there, it's oh, like, I was like, you feel me? Like, it's don't nice we all intimate, like, like, <laughs> like yeah. nice and intimate? And then from there, then you just gun it. Then you like, suck oh, it. My like, ah, then you suck it like an icy. Like, you know what's crazy? So this has been pussy eating from <laughs> I, to I the drummer's beat. Myself, bro, because one time I was eating some pussy, and I was even using my neck, and I looked like to the side of the mirror. I said, "This looking gay." <laughs> this looking, really? Yeah, bro. I was looking. Is at myself. a mirror next to you? Here, and here's the thing. Shorty had on a uh, 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 do rag because she couldn't find her bonnet. <laughs> so I look. So first I look at her. She laying there, bro, with her hands over her titties like this, just looking at me, cool as shit. Like yeah, eat that shit. Then I look over at myself in the mirror. Yeah, and it's man. like I look like a prostitute, nigga. Like man, be like that sometimes. Like I did it for forty, bro. I was feeling. Last time somebody sat on my face, I almost got suffocated. So yeah, I don't really like my face being sat on. I do. It's just. It gotta be at the right angle, and that angle is uh, yeah. sixty nine. Nah. But once the other way, depending on who it is, I'll be like, oh, it's breathe. just like, <laughs> don't put your whole face. On. I need to uh, breathe still, like you said. You know what I mean? Like you suffocating me and shit. It depends on how they built. Yeah, facts. If they built like a more petite person, then it's probably more room to breathe eh, around mm-mm. there. Mm-mm. I've never had anybody skinny like want to ride my face. It always be the the bigger shorties that be like, I'm. Trying to ride your face, and I'm like, only if you're cooking that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I do it because I'm not gonna say it no. It but it'd be like, how many pillows you got in this motherfucker? I'm gonna need all right. three. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you don't probably head up properly, then you be like, they're drowning. Like, Rah. I just want to let the <laughs> listeners know that we did come up with some topics to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> Imagine pussy a nigga dying not one of them because he got suffocated by the pussy. Didn't that happen? I'm gonna sue that bit from the from the grave. He's <laughs> gonna sue my family. He's gonna no. Yeah. That actually would be crazy, like, like killing somebody. Like, bro, can you imagine like killing somebody with your like your sex? That'd be a good Netflix uh, uh, movie. Now, and, and now, the, the, every time she has sex, a nigga come up in the room, like, ah, look at you, bitch, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> what? And just haunt her, like a horror comedy, like, <laughs> like scary movie, not like a serious horror like movie. Like the ghost of Pussy Pass. Yeah, exactly. Like that. <laughs> what? Cause there is such thing as killer dick. Ask Magic Don- Johnson. I'm pretty sure he can he can kill a dick. Hey, hey you. <laughs> I feel like that's not the same at all. You know that? I'm just saying. Not even a little bit. Yo, speaking of that, this Mercury retrograde shit, bro. Like, I used to be like, oh, nah, fuck all that shit or whatever. This year, and this this is the second one this year. I think has made me a believer in that at least. Not at all astrology, but one of the things that they said. Was that like your dreams be crazy, like vivid and and wild and weird and shit? And the other day, I had a dream that I had AIDS, bro, like full blown AIDS and shit. You see what I'm saying? But like, like AK's on like his, his his last leg, like this nigga sitting like, like this is my 50 last cent, dog. This is my movie. last orange soda, y'all. Yeah, bro. <laughs> like, ha- have y'all's dreams been weird at all lately? Yes. My life been crazy, so my dreams have been kind of normal. If I yeah. even dream, you know, my life like, been crazy lately. I had some crazy dreams and I can't remember them. Yeah, yeah. but it's like, bro, I be waking up like, damn, I'm glad that that was just a fucking dream. Like, one was, I think one was Resident Evil, but it was with, with like an ex, and we was like trying to escape from a house. Mm-hmm. Uh, have your dreams been crazy? 
Uh, it's been a while since they've been crazy. I don't remember them anymore, really. No. Nicole's like, I don't dream. I just... I dream in color and in rhyme. I go into eight-hour stasis and I just wake up. like oh Eight hours must be nice. Oh, I don't. I was being... I was about to say, I ain't <laughs> eight hours of sleep. If I go to bed too early, I will literally wake up at three o'clock in the morning. Like, if I go to bed, like, oh, I'm just going to go to bed at nine and get me... No, nigga. You're going to be up at three looking at the wall and shit, like... So, yeah. Six hours is probably the most I can sleep. I be sleeping like four to five hours. And, bro, I be like telling myself, yo, I'm going to wake up at such and such time. And then I wake up at that time, but I hit snooze a lot. You know what I mean? And then I end up not really getting out of bed till like seven or eight. And it's like, damn, I could have just slept all this time or whatever and not have been in like a fake sleep. And I wouldn't be so tired right now. So, one, excuse me, one of the things I want to do now is buy an alarm clock. And like have my phone in another room when I go to sleep. It helps. Yeah. It's yeah. hard though. Is it, bro? Like, cause I, 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 you know, I put on my phone, the second phone, the iPad, cause I need that many alarms mm. all on my computer desk, and I lay in the bed like, fuck, I'm bored. And then like two, uh, like two minutes later, I'm like, I'm sleeping. So, mm. but it's that initial laying down, like, damn, I'm really bored. I have nothing to do. Well, I'm thinking like, cause I, I got those Bluetooth speakers now. It's like I can play some music or some shit or like listen to a podcast or read a book until I go to sleep, you know? Like if I'm going to be bored, but when I wake up in the morning, I'm probably not going to, I'm like, oh, this book, <laughs> you know what I mean? What's, what's the difference between that and the phone, a book and the phone? The stimulation and then also like it's endless, like go from Twitter to group me to the text messages and the internet, like. I mean, it's a good book, man. Yeah, but there's, if I... Exhaust one uh, one thing. That's like there's no alternative to go oh, to yeah. after. It's just like all right, you just gotta go to the next stage. <laughs> I mean, the bit of my watch, like damn, I ain't got no apps on here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got no games. Wait, on you here. see what you watch on? Yeah, um, so it's a sleep tracker. Yeah, I like I, I, I be wanting to do it, but then it's like it'll be dead the next day. No, uh, well, I mean, if you like me, this is I know people listen. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Um. If you charge at least an hour out the day, you'll last, it'll last all day. So, like, um, when you either get in the shower or when you're making breakfast mm. or something, charge it then. You ain't got to keep it on a charge all night. Mm. It goes from, like, 1% to 100 maybe in, like, 90 minutes. Mm. So, it ain't even got to be 100. Like, if, it, if, if you get it to 60, it'll last the rest of the day. That's a great tip. That's why I always get my stand goes. Not that I'll be cheating, but if you notice, like, I'll be standing 21 out of 24 hours a day. I'll be, be wondering, like, like, how the fuck? Because I, I, I get up when I'm sleeping and use the bathroom. You get up by, like sleepwalking or no, like, like you? I, I, I get up every hour. I, I, uh, I have bladder problem. Damn. Fat. You know, Is that really a thing? Yeah. Damn. Shit. Well, that. Thank you for that tip. Yeah. I mean, not the bladder shit, but the but the watch. Yeah. Like, Thanks. What time are we at, Josh? All right, let me tell y'all this story about Avery and how she lost her candy-ass mind the other day, bro. What's so, a candy-ass mind? The shit that she lost the other day. So, that she, uh, Avery's like advanced in everything, right? Like reading, math, science, like writing, just being that nigga, right? But at the end of the year, her teacher was like, hey, what you should do is you should get her into some math classes and everything because that was one of the things that... Not that she was struggling in, but that she could have, like, some extra work on just to make sure that she's ahead of pace next year, whatever, right? So it was like, all right, cool. We got her a tutor at the summer camp that she's in right now. So um, she gets shit really easily. Like, she's just really smart. Like, very similar to me. And if you always get the shit that you're learning, then when you come up against an obstacle, it could be really discouraging. You know what I mean? And, and, you know, she's seven, so... She like it's new for her to come up against shit that she doesn't know how to do. So her mom was like, "Yo, uh, can you Facetime her and like give her some encouragement?" So I Facetime her like, "You know, Avery, you just gotta keep going, whatever, blah blah blah." Like, you know what I mean? She's like, "All right, cool. I'm like, gonna try." She's like, yeah, "I'm gonna try. We're gonna get through it, whatever, blah blah blah." I'm like, "Bet." I hang up the phone. I feel like a great father. Like, yeah, we just did some shit. You know what I mean? We just like had a breakthrough or whatever, right? Four minutes later, Andrea's texting me. He's like, "Yo, Avery's hysterical right now." I'm like, huh? So, like, I FaceTime again or whatever. She's like, wait, one second. I'm about to go over to her. She works at her summer school. And so uh, she goes over to her, and she's like, no, I don't want to talk or whatever. I'm like, Avery, let's talk. So she takes her to a side room, and I'm like, Avery, what's wrong? She's like, I don't want to talk about it. Mommy, you tell them what happened. So Andrea's like, all right. So when you hung up the phone, 
Um, Avery like tried to do the math problems that she was doing. She's like, um, I don't want to do time anymore. Whatever, let's switch to something else. And her tutor was like, okay, but we're going to come back to this later. And she was like, actually, I'm done with tutoring for the day. And it was like, um, what are you talking about? Avery was like, I'm not doing this no more. I was like, Avery, what makes you think that you can talk to us like that? You want to talk like that when your dad was on the phone? I was like, yeah, but he's not on FaceTime no more. I said, <laughs> what? So, um, Andrea, I was like, put the phone on Avery. So she puts the phone on Avery. And I'm like, Avery, is that how it happened? And she's like, uh-huh. And so I'm like, all right, put the phone back in your mind. And so I'm like, all right, so what happened next? She was like, so then I was like, Avery, this shit is unacceptable. Like, I'm taking all of your shit. Like, you can't have your switch. You can't have none of your toys. Like, none of that type of stuff. You lost them for the day. Lost all your privileges. So she's like, no, that's not no money. So she starts crying, breaking down, all this type of stuff. And then that's when uh, she became unresponsive to teachers, which is sitting inside the room. So that's when Andre was like, yo, she's hysterical. All this happened within three or four minutes after we got off the phone. So I was like, all right, put the phone back on Avery. I'm like, Avery. What the hell? And she's like, I don't, I don't really know. I just, I, I guess something hit me. It, it got into me or whatever. I was like, well, listen here, little girl. <laughs> something got into me. It's, I'm looking your ass. No, that's what I said. I said it's three thirty right now. Uh, you have, um, you're leaving at six thirty. You have three hours to have a perfect day, or else something else is going to get into you tonight. <laughs> listen, I don't know what you think this is. Like, I have a car out front. I have gas in the car. I have the ability to drive up to where you are at right now and handle this. Like, is that what you want me to do? It's like, mommy took your stuff for the day. I'm taking your shit for the month. You see what I'm saying? And we're just not going to have a very pleasant night. Is that what you want? She's like, no. Nah. I like, you have three hours to have a perfect day. Like, not no, uh, it got better. It's like, you need to be on your best behavior today. And the rest of the fucking week. Because what makes you think that's okay? Like, he's not on FaceTime no more. Like, I'm like, what? So I FaceTimed her at 6.30. She's like, Daddy, I had a great day. I'm like, yeah, you better have. Like, you must have lost your damn mind, bro. That's wild. I'm not tutoring no more. Who the fuck are you? As a matter of fact, we done here. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Oh, man. Like, <laughs> you don't have that energy on FaceTime. Well, guess we ain't on FaceTime no more. <laughs> Now that's funny because ah. it seems like your daughter is probably very strong-willed. I'm getting very smart and very strong-willed. Yeah. And my little brother's like different. He's seven too, but he's more like soft-spoken mm-hmm. and not probably as advanced as he should be. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy to hear like young parents versus old parents because like my parents got ten kids. He's the youngest, so he's seven. And next to him is like nineteen. So mm-hmm. my mom was just like, "Yo, it is what it is." Most of the time, I'm like, "Mom, you gonna let him?" She's like, "It is what it is." Like. <laughs> That nigga know how to spell his name. He's good at math. And he not getting into trouble. I don't know how much more I could ask. Like, and it's funny you said about obstacles, because for me it was the opposite. I had a lot of obstacles beginning, like getting like started. I remember telling my mom, like, yeah, I'm in this class, it's only like four of us and ain't no windows. And my mom was like, what the fuck? So she called the school. She's like, yeah, your son's in the developmentally challenged class. And what we're gonna do is she said, No, what you're gonna do is put him back in regular class. When Man. he gets home, we're gonna handle it. And I just remember like trying to learn how to read and crying. Like, I'm just stupid, mom. Just, just let me be dumb. Like, <laughs> you feel me? So it's just like different boys and girls. I hope I have a girl first. Man, I listen, think It's crazy. Being a parent is crazy. But now we about to take a real quick break, um, play some music, play something off of Deuce's most recent project, and uh, we'll be right back. Really quick, when Check we come it. back, I'm going to tell you about how this girl tried to give me her two kids. Oh. <laughs> what? All right, hey, yeah. The segment is back. <laughs> we coming back. <laughs> I will talk to you in a second. Try to lane and hit the basket through traffic. I 
cartoons, the streets with live action Said they ain't acting, asking what happened Maybe you should listen to these young niggas rapping Thinking it's a joke, but ain't there nigga laughing Don't start no bullshit, nigga, it ain't lasting Only dreams with passion by deuce um i would tell y'all where you can go to listen to his project but i don't fucking know so deuce where can you go to listen to your music at oh uh you can definitely go to my specially designed webpage uh somewhereoutsouth.com which is the same name as the project uh and the reason why i did that is right now um we're just doing a limited release and so far uh it's reached about 21 states six Mm. countries um so the thing about it is, is just being able to, one, keep up with the analytics, two, give people an experience when they go to the webpage. So you're getting to learn a little bit about my mission statement, where I'm from, getting to see some photos and stuff like that. This is enhancing the experience. And then, like I said, that's going to be for the limited release. And then at some point, it'll be all, it'll be out all on um, on all the platforms. But I just wanted to do something that, you know, you could be on Apple Music and fuck around and be like, oh, I want to listen to Deuce. And then I don't know how Apple Music necessarily works, but I know for me. We don't you talk about Apple Music on this podcast. <laughs> all right, cool. And it'll be on Tidal. Or Tidal, but I'm just pretty sure you could be looking at my shit and then Jay-Z or something pop up and you just automatically switch to something else. When you go to somewhereoutsouth.com, you're going there to listen to Deuce. And, you know, and while you're scrolling around somewhereoutsouth.com, you're able to you know take it in i know a lot of people and this is something a lot of people were like well a lot of people were seeing it from instagram they was like well it's hard for me to navigate da, da, da. but one yeah. trick i learned is that you can open up your web browser so all you do is go to the corner hit open in web browser and then it opens up your web browser and then you're free to move around nah it's not and like i'm just telling you i how do it respect <laughs> I, I respect your approach to it like i think that it, it makes a lot of sense but it also makes it harder for people to consume your know, content. I definitely understand that, and that's why, like I said, with the with the limited release, even just the way that we're we're talking to people and reaching out to people on an individual basis, kind of like campaigning, where we're giving, we're asking people to go listen to it and check it out and share it and shit like that. And we're doing it on an individual basis. By the time, like I said, that period is up, uh, we're going go we're going to re-release it and we're going to also probably put some advertisement behind it so not only would it be have like a plan for it so i I respect it that you got a plan i just know that like for me (laughs) i'm somebody that wants to listen to the music or whatever like i'm actively seeking it out it's not even somebody you have to convince to listen to it and i'm having barriers and like i want to listen to it on my commute to work one day right it's like the project's 22 minutes long or something like that right 17 yeah 17 it's perfect drive time to get from here to my office in the short north and like every time i got into it like when my when my phone screen went dark the music cut off you see what i'm saying nah and like i'm being dead ass and you're opening it up in your browser yes and got, I'm I'm very technologically savvy. What you what you got? You got an iPhone or what you I got? I have an iPhone. Because yeah. I, we did some tests just for that reason in terms of like iPhone and different things like that. It's not downloadable. 
No. Uh, nah, not yet. But like I said, I'm we're going. Rip it. No, I'm kidding. Said, yeah, I, I said, said you're bootlegging, it, bro. Just, <laughs> niggas going to buy how much shit get out here, bro? Like, burn. He, he went ahead and ripped it, put some CDs out. And, but like I said, because it's. Because the shit is really good. Like, you're wrapping your ass off on the project. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And definitely, like I said, it's, it's one of them things where I had to commit because that was definitely a big issue coming up. But it's better than what initially was going to happen. Initially, it was going to be on IGTV, and that was really going to fuck people. Yeah. So it was like, I'm, you know, that didn't end up working out. So it was, I was lucky that we were able to put the web page together. And like I said, you got to commit to certain there's stuff. There's a reason why you've seen yeah. all artists across the board move away from exclusively um, listening to music in one place. And that's because the way that consumers digest stuff. It's that one, it's already hard to fight for real estate and somebody's listening, like, cataloging. So, if you see what I mean? So, the more barriers and stuff that you have for it, like, I, I hardly ever listen to people on SoundCloud because it's hard to navigate for me. And that was a big thing, too, was moving away from SoundCloud. But, yeah, you know, SoundCloud. people are moving... People are moving away from exclusive releases. In fact, people have completely moved away from it. And I hate to call this an exclusive release, but for me personally, uh, not only is it a release, but like I said, it's branding. So for uh, even if it's for a day and I just get that primary listen or for people who continuously come back. I, I have somebody in Ireland bumping my shit, like will come back like every day and go listen to my shit. So I know mm. the power of like people really buying into the brand. And what I'm hoping sure. is, like I said, I just had to be on one side of the fence or the other. And like being in the middle but would you know, drive you me crazy. you can track those yeah. stats and stuff too, depending on your distributor, like even through like Apple and do Tidal and Spotify. Like, because I released a project earlier this year, uh, Columbus Sneakerball Project. And... I, like I have those same statistics, like where I know where people are listening, know how often it's being listened to. Yeah, and like um, Burn, we, I was listening to a podcast that he was on. Uh, shout out to what we talking about podcast, and uh, he was talking about how his uh, song. There's some guy in a random city up in Canada that is just like loving this shit. You know what I'm saying? What city is that, Burn? Misaka. Yeah, in Misaka or whatever. So like those yeah, definitely. that that type of like analytics, it is possible. Um, to get like without just having it that way, Listen, but I also like I get. That's again because I was like, you said what? I, I get was like, it. damn, I'm about to call management. Had these niggas waiting outside, like, hey, this nigga didn't disbanded our whole motherfucking strategy. <laughs> we got a handling. Nah, <laughs> I get it because you wanted people to go to your website. Yeah, it's yeah. a branded. It's a, it's a, it's it. a, and it's bigger than that. And that was one thing that uh, me and my team sat down and talked about. It's like, listen. The music is great, uh, and I really, you know what I'm saying, there's other ways I'll be able to push the music, live performances and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but really getting people encapsulated in the brand, because like you said, it is so much bigger than music, where it's a lot of things that I'm doing and I'm trying to do, even now, even though now I'm trying to scale back a little bit, but it's a lot of things I'm trying to do to get people more aware of your options and things like that, because I feel like now everybody's getting to this, I hate to say robotic process, but everybody's like, okay, my job is to make the music and then put it on Apple Music. You know what I'm saying? Like, when the truth is, anybody who sits down for you probably 30 minutes or an hour can put their shit on Apple Music, you feel me? So it's like, what are you doing to really make your shit go? And what's the individuality and stuff like that? So, uh, no knock. And like I said, we are going to re-release it, and I promise I'm you. I'm happy to hear that. I, and I promise you, when I re-release it, unless I get rich and famous first, when I re-release it, because <laughs> then it's going to be like, man, fuck what Malcolm was talking about. I know I made it. Fuck <laughs> it. But... We're going to re-release it. And then also, I'll just be completely honest with you, too. Um, leverage. You know, if the project does really good on the web page and it, it earns a big enough buzz and then somebody wants to come like, hey, man, we're really fucking with what you're doing, bro. Then I had the leverage to be able to re-release it, maybe, you know, remaster it and stuff like that and re-release it on platforms and stuff leverage. like that. So You can do that same shit, though, without... I'm doing it my motherfucking way. You about hey, to turn me into old deuce. I respect to, to, that, To where though. the south side at deuce. I right? respect that a lot because, like, I was just ranting about that the other day on Twitter. It's like, um, after OS2... Me and Burn were drunk, <laughs> and we was uh, talking about like how it's not a fluke or whatever. After two parties, like that's that shit, and it's like this is gonna be crazy. It's about to be like amazing, whatever, blah blah blah. And then fast forward, we're th throwing a festival, you know what I mean? August third, and like I look back at that, it's like, bro, so many. I don't know if you've gotten this a lot, Burn, but so many people to me have come and be like, yo, nigga, you should be more humble or, you know what I mean, people will like you more if you didn't talk so much shit or, and, like, you'll be so much further or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I wonder if there's any truth to that. I wonder if I would be further along if I did it their way or whatever. But then I look at where I'm at and I look at, like, how I've gotten here. And it's like, I'm really fucking happy with everything that we've made so far or whatever. And I did it my way. You see what I mean? Yeah, facts. And it's so, the, it's the I can't, I'm not me, mad yeah. at you. Yeah. But I'm also being honest with you as a consumer. 
Somebody that Facts, wants to consume that, your product. That's a big thing that we've ran into. I've probably ran into that probably about twice at this point. Uh, but I've also ran into a lot of people enjoying the project and being able to consume it and share it and stuff like that. And like you said, for me, it's a little bit different, man, where it's like I wanted initially to be the kind of like the real big braggy and flashy and just realize that shit just don't work for me. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm, my dad always told me, it's like, man, show your work. Don't say it. You feel me? And I remember we was bowling, and I remember I was in his face, and I threw like a gutter ball or something. He said, what I tell you? Show your shit. Don't say it. So mm-hmm. for me, I don't know. I'm slowly but surely turning to my dad. I may end up one day. Bruh, with, me with, too. That shit's scary too. If, my dad dead. I about to say, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I, <laughs> I already knew that. He's like, my dad dead. I mean, <laughs> like, he is. And so, I, like, like, I said something to my mom the other day. She was like, all right, kitty. And I was like, whoa. like It's like that. And me and my dad my got dad. the same name. That's part of the reason why my name is Deuce. So it's like yeah. that for me. Turning into my dad at first, that was something that I didn't want to do because my mom was always Same. like the, the cooler, flashier parent. She was always the one who like knew what to say and did it. But then like, I didn't like my dad. So. Looking back, over, me and my dad used to butt heads too. And then I went to college, and he's like, "You're not eating my food no more. You're not living up under my roof. We cool because we ain't got to butt heads no more. You got your shit." Like to this day, you know, I can pretty much do whatever to I want as, lo- as long as I'm being respectful. You feel me? But my dad be like, "I'm not about to bother that man. He is living his life mm-hmm. in his shit." Paying his rent, and as long as I don't got to do anything that's his, let that man live. You feel me? So our relationship has completely changed since mm-hmm. then. And just looking at him now, and looking for all these role models outside of my dad, and then to finally be able to kind of bring it back home. Like nigga, what about the nigga that actually like you have his DNA inside of you? What about looking at that nigga and seeing what it is that he does? Because my dad oh, is. I, 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 my bad. No, you good, I thought bro. you said something totally different. No, 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 it's cool. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. I'm he's like, he's like, dudes, you want to come on? He said no, this no, shit no. turned into a ninety-minute interview. Like, I yeah. thought you was talking about your mom, and you were saying to your mom, like, why don't you look at the nigga who had this DNA? I'm like, yo, that's wild. No, bro. no, no. <laughs> I was talking about myself in terms of just like looking at my dad and being like. What he does doesn't get as much glory probably because the platform he does it on. But, like, I've ran into people that have worked with my dad, and it was like, damn, bro. Like, we don't – people just talk very highly of my dad. You feel me? But if he was an NBA player with the same work ethic and the same morals and values, he'd be – you know, everybody Michael would love Jordan. him. He'd be yeah. Michael Jordan or something like that. You feel me? My dad is the Michael LeBron Jordan of, of Sigma. LeBron James. Of Sigmas, you said? Of, well, no, not of Sigmas. Of uh-huh. It's a company called Sigma. Oh. But he's like the first one in, last one out. You know, this uh, man word, word, word. is just a very hard worker. And so I adopt those things in the rap. And this nigga's like, bro, Deuce, how do you do this? And how you do that? I was like, bro, my, my dad do that shit. But yeah. he just do it with boxes. You feel me? So. Hey, we don't have time to really get into like your backstory and everything. But what I do want to do is like recommend all of our listeners to go and check out the man. What's the official name of that podcast? A, a dope little podcast. Um, where you had an interview on there that was really, really extensive, and um, like your story is like really dope, or whatever. So I, I, I highly encourage everybody to go to listen to that episode on a dope little podcast. Also, uh, somewhereoutsouth.com. At somewhereoutsouth.com. www.somewereoutsouth.com. I just and- checked it out. It was all right. And go to Instagram, too, man, because No Room to Fail, it'll show you all the podcasts I've been on because that's been a big point of mine is trying to do something, do media outside of just the music, like doing things that accentuate and accent the music. I really respect about you. I was kind of salty when you told it to me because that was one of the things that I was going to be advocating for artists to start doing is to do media runs, like, in the city, Mm -hmm. like, to go and create your own media, like, tour. You know what I mean? Like, get booked on as many podcasts as you can. I mean, sit down, get interviews, and you know what I mean? Like, exactly what you did. So, um, yeah, but the fact that we wanted, you know what I'm saying? Now that just means, like, you hear from Deuce, you hear from Malcolm, so you know it's not bullshit. Because, you know, you hear from one person, it's like, that's just the way that nigga will want to do it. Yeah, my word is bond. I don't yeah. know. I ain't need your cosign. He said, I don't need your cosign, nigga. Mm. King shit. This Orange Soda Festival, nigga. I ain't. Nah, this E. Keats, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, nah, I, well. Hey, I had to re-record. Well, I had to uh, record my uh, orange soda uh, video like so many times today because I, I tried to get on it and um, I was trying to talk shit. And I was like, "Yeah, this is the king of burner friends." I was like, nah, that that don't really like ring off. I was like, "Yeah, this is the GM of burner friends." You know what I mean? MVP. I was like, "Nah, it just don't even make sense." So that's the outtakes. It ain't make it on the thing, but just want you to know, I was thinking it. Okay. okay. Burns like that shit better not be on there. <laughs> nah, whenever I start talking shit like that, Burns be like, okay. That's me and Bardo. I let, you know what I'm saying? Well, no, that's me. I be talking shit like, yeah, you know, blatant my nigga. You know, I'm like the star of this motherfucker. She be like, yeah, deuce. Okay. That's cool, bro. 
Whatever. Yeah, that's burn. 100%. <laughs> I mean, you know, it is what it is. Because that nigga's Burn's like, yeah, the they come to idea, see so. me. Don't nobody, nobody's ever can orange soda be like, yo, when's Malcolm getting up on stage, nigga? Facts. That's not really what I was thinking, but okay. What was you thinking? No. It's what he knows. It's not thinking. It's what he knows. Is that what it is? I'm just worried about August 3rd, Orange Soda Fest. Get your tickets today. That's it, really. Oh. Well, that's great content for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want content? Yeah, man. I'm mean, a whole ass nigga. Oh, wow. That's not facts, but, you know, perception's reality. <laughs> You're sort of like, no, I'm not. Oh, my bad. No, I'm not, nigga. See? You a whole ass nigga. See? Content. Content right. kings. We content now. You too, Nicole. You gonna uh, tell us a story about divorce and why kids don't need to know everything? Man, let me tell you about this motherfucking shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Avery, like, already. weekly now, is coming to me and asking, like, so... When you and your mom, when, when you and my mom like finalize your divorce, are you not gonna be my dad anymore? Like, no, Avery. What are you talking about? Good because I just don't really want you to not be my dad anymore. Like Avery, like no, that's not what it's gonna be or whatever. Blah blah blah. And the other day, I had to really just sit her down and break it down to her. It's like, listen, child, I tried to tell your mom not to even broach this topic with you or whatever because you're too young to understand. But just understand this that. Nothing is going to change about anything that's going on in your life. Literally nothing. You're still going to split time between my house and your mom's house. You're still going to have my last name. I'm still going to be your dad. She's still going to be your mom. We're still going to love you. The same amount of love that we have for you now, we're going to have for you then. Like The only thing that's going to change is a legal status. And you don't know nothing about legal statuses because you're seven fucking years old. Like It's a very complicated ass like, like concept. You know what I mean? Being married in, in America, like, your taxes change. I was like, Avery, the way that daddy files his taxes is going to change. Do you understand what that means? No. Of course you don't understand what it means because you're seven years old. You shouldn't have to understand what it means. And, like, it would be one thing if me and Andrea were, like, together while Avery had the awareness. You know what I mean? Like, if she was older, if she was, like, five or six and me and Andrea were still actively together, then we split up or whatever. So, all right. Like, let, let's sit down and tell you about how life's going to change and everything like that. But that's not our situation at all. Like, we broke up when she was two. You see what I mean? It's like, you don't even remember back when we was together. You see what I mean? And, yeah, Andrea, she was always, like, insistent. Like, I don't want to lie to my daughter. I don't want to do this, do that. It's like, okay, I understand that. But she doesn't even know that she's being lied to. Like, she didn't even know what this topic means or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Like... Why even broach the conversation of marriage with her? Like, it doesn't even make sense to me. So I'm just advocating for everybody to really reanalyze and evaluate what your understanding of marriage is. Like, what does it truly mean to you to be married to somebody and to not be married to somebody and to be in the process of getting divorced on somebody? And like, just think about it. Like, think about all the different implications or whatever. Because going by this fucking rigid-ass definition, this rigid-ass understanding is, it has, like, repercussions and stuff to it. You see what I'm saying? Like, if somebody comes up in front of my daughter and is like, oh, hey, you still married or blah, blah, blah. It's like, now I got to explain to a, a, a five-year-old something that, like, she doesn't have any business even have to concern herself with, you know? Why are you making that face, Nicole? <laughs> what? I wish you could have saw it. It obviously wasn't about the topic, but she was like, like having a good time over there by herself. <laughs> Watching those coconut videos. Right. By the way, if I could just slide it in real quick, I'm scared to do that because I know I've messed with females in the past who probably would just try to spell coconut like out loud while riding some dick. And I'm, yeah. I'm, scared, I'm scared that they can't go. They'd be like, C O K E N U T E. Coke. It fucked up my whole damn nut. Now I'm in this motherfucker like coke nut. Hey, hey, coke nut. You feel me? Cocaine nut. Now you just worried about your nut inside of her. Like, God damn, bro. What if I have a kid? Wait a minute. Did y'all see that tweet, bro? That said that you should only be fucking if you're not wearing a condom. And if you're wearing a condom with somebody, that means that you don't really, like, you shouldn't be fucking them. Truth. What? That's dumb. Truth. That's the dumbest thing. You know what? You gotta get truth. the fuck out of my house. No, no, <laughs> Your stupidity might be contagious. No, because honestly, I definitely feel like 
if you get to know somebody and you're in a position where you guys aren't using protection, that means you're probably in a position of, of moving very forward and serious. If you're doing it the right way, you feel me? No. And I feel like condoms is just... That's how I feel. I just feel like condoms is like, now I could just throw my dick to the wind. Whereas, like, when you're not wearing a condom, you really got to think about... Even getting hair, bro. Like, now I'm just in this motherfucker. I be thinking about getting hair. Like, fuck. What but if you're just put wearing a condom, a condom because you don't want to have kids? That, now that's a little. I feel like that's a little different. Now we're getting tick for tat. I'm talking about. It's not tick like, for tat. I'm that's talking about like, you condoms for fit. Ninety nine point nine percent of all pregnancies. You gonna bust them down with a condom? But if you really fucking with somebody, bro, like, and I saying that everybody, then you, you may or you may not use a condom. I'm like, use a condom if I'm fucking with somebody. Yeah, bro. What did you talking about? I, I don't know. Bro. I ain't gonna roll unless we married. I ain't I gonna say all that. I ain't say all that. Yeah, In fact, that, that not going wrong probably end us up being married, like because. Oh, you see, and then you're gonna have to explain to your kid about what divorce is. Oh man. no, no, no! Now did that, so hopefully you won't have to go I'll, through the circle. I wear a female down. She just be done. She be tired. What? Like I just like if if the marriage is going bad, like I really ain't fucking with you. I just wear you down till you tired and shit. <laughs> now I ain't gotta explain shit. It's can just like do what you want. <laughs> do what the fuck you the want, subject, nigga. But can you tell me where the uh, the house is that's gonna cover your project? Uh, that is. Can you read the address on that motherfucker? Sixteen twenty one. That's definitely not the address. So great. <laughs> that's where I. Uh, that's where I live at. That's on. That's the the same place I still live at. Um, Twelve thirty one. Damn, he just said. Nigga, it. damn. Nah, I definitely ain't gonna say what the fuck it is. Why you say? Can you read it then? Because I was um, about to tell you exactly where it was at. But when you said oh. you could read it, it's like. But just know. You didn't know you could read it. <laughs> I mean, I kind of, kind of. Let's don't. guess. Delete that out. Livingston. It's not. Livingston. It's definitely not Livingston. Um, it's definitely um, in Orchard Park though, because the, the, all those houses was built at the same y'all time. Y'all are wild. It's, it's he just said, "I don't want niggas places. to know where I live at." But these it's niggas, like... is, it's on, it's on the <laughs> south side. Um, but it's where I live at right now, and it's actually funny because that was a we were doing a photo shoot, and so that was low key just an outtake. That was just getting the camera ready and practice, and so. But I liked it because, like you said, it's twelve thirty one, but that could literally be a house on anywhere. Of, so that's what the thing about Somewhere Out South is the ideology because Somewhere Out South isn't just about a location as much as it is an ideology. And I wrote that on the website. You can go check out the website. But uh, she said it's on What's Livingston. the website again? Miller. It's not Miller. You going... What's the website again? Uh, Nicole's somewhere... never been to the South Side in her life, bro. Yes. I lived on the South Side for like three months. Yeah, but I said, oh, actually, yeah, I, 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 right. met Nicole, <laughs> I met Nicole on I the South Side. Like, yeah. so. Did us? Yeah. Uh, where? Yeah, that's... One of these days we're going to have a conversation about Living somewhere and actually living somewhere. No, I awesome live there. Like, because a lot of niggas like got the school bus, went straight in the house, and never went outside. Niggas ain't <laughs> go to Pal. After, you know what I'm saying? Niggas ain't go to Driving Park. You ain't never got a sandwich from the fish market. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-uh. Really Not because there's different. There's different. There's different experiences. I can yeah, say that. like just because they didn't have the same experience as you doesn't mean that's like saying that if you go to Capitol and you're in all the student organizations. Or if you just stayed in your dorm room and play video games or whatever, it's like oh you didn't really go to Capitol. It's like no, I did. I just had a, a different experience. What I involved. what I had to go through to really be able to make this project was kind of like a, I lived on the South Side my whole life, but kind of more sheltered. You know, certain things and environments like Fairwood Pool. You know, we would right. go up there and like Ace Johnson's, the corner store and stuff like that. Um, but like I also played sports in Southfield and stuff like that. But so my shit was real sheltered. I went to school out east. I went to school up north. Uh, but when I moved back in 2017, I lived in Kentucky for a little while. When I moved back in 2017, I really got immersed in the Southside experience. And that's when I realized, like, it was a place that I really wanted to be. And that's what I mean. Like, when people say they're from a certain place, they try to find commonalities. When we didn't have the same experience, mm-hmm. because you just had a similar address as me, but we haven't, we didn't have the same experience. So when people say, I'm from XYZ, like, if you say, I'm from Columbus, but it was technically... Like the address was Columbus, but it was down near Pickerington, and you didn't actually have the same Columbus-based experiences. Yeah. Then, when you say you're from somewhere, it don't mean the same thing as when I say I'm from somewhere. No, That's definitely what I'm from uh, from my side, bro. It's so funny. I got a homie named Tree, and you know he was like, "Damn, nigga, you know, because I put the song from my side. We rolling, we was vibing, we was kids south side. But throughout the song, man, even though we weren't engaged in the same activities, I was in the I was in the environment enough that he was like, "Damn, nigga." I, how come I never seen you, nigga? Because the shit you talking about, like, nigga, because it's my experience. Just like some shit is just unavoidable because we just right. live in the same place. And then some shit is choices. You ain't never had Teresa's Pizza, nigga. You don't know who Ice Cream is. Ice Cream would never give you a comic book at the barbershop, at, at Donovan's on Ohio and Whittier. I'm just saying. I'm talking shit, have you now. ever had your haircut by Mr. Hank? My, my, my dad yeah, used to let a Mr. Hank gave me my first haircut. Bruh, my, my mom told me that nigga was on heroin. 
That's probably why my shit was fucked That's up. That's wild that he was he was in the Negro Leagues and then he started uh, abusing heroin. Yeah, he gave me my first haircut. My dad used to take me down there. I yep. remember that shit. So yeah, some on some Southside shit. You my dad me? got his first haircut there too by Donovan. Oh shit! And now uh, Mike on it. It's still open. I, don't, I just don't go. Nah, there. I'm, I'm obviously bald. So nah, Mike Mike's barbershop is up on. Uh, he got two barbershops and they. Be oh, he owns no more. Nah, he, he used to own it. Nah, he owned the one on. Uh, he never was down there on Ohio. He's between Lockbourne and Whittier, or Mike? Lockbourne and Fair. Little Mike, Mike Elmore, little asshole. He used to cut his. He, he used to barber in Donovan's. Oh, maybe I'm about to say. Oh, I'm not gonna say. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Let's wrap it up. No, I said it five minutes ago. Oh, it's, it's content. No, that's not content. Nigga. Oh, we up no. against the time. You gotta go to do oh, I gotta go somewhere too. But it's all good though. I'm gonna hear the story. Oh, we, we ain't got time. I'm trying to wrap it up. So it's we, not a quick story. Can you tell the story? It's not quick. It's gonna take at least ten minutes. <sighs> right. Well, next episode. Saving, you know, the story ain't going nowhere. Yeah, but we told the listeners that it was gonna oh, be the man, other half. Oh man, damn! I'm sorry, listeners. I hate it when people be on podcasts and they say some shit's coming and it don't actually come. So that's just a personal preference. Well, if you feel the same way, uh, call us at one eight hundred. Kiss burns us. Hey, <laughs> follow me on Instagram. No room to fail. No room to fail. And go to Mike's Barbershop, which is on Fairwood and Whittier. Mm. We cutting that. That nigga Whittier. ain't got no check. <laughs> Whittier. It's not Whittier. I don't live on Whittier neither. Let your say, man. That's all I knew. Not only hip hop. Not only hip hop. Y'all can all kiss my ass. You feel me? Cut that out. <laughs>